there is nothing worse than potential unrealized. We all have things that hold us back. What if we could find a way to get us unstuck? I'm Lachelle Weemy, and I am going to walk alongside you as you make the decision to get unstuck. Tune in as I help you realize that you are not alone, inspire hope, and offer practical solutions to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. Hey everybody, welcome to the Unsuck Podcast. And today is a very, very special edition of the Unsuck Podcast because today is episode 52, which means that I have been at this for an entire year. And oh my goodness, you guys, for those of you who have been listening along this journey of this last year, thank you so much for for your continued support, your engagement, because it is definitely making this journey a fun, fun adventure and something that I continue to want to do for who knows how long I'm feeling God's calling me to do this. So thank you for being part of this this journey with me. And I cannot wait to just continue to grow with you. So for those of you guys who are maybe new to this um, podcast and, and the platform, we are the Unsec Podcast. I am your host, Lachelle Weemy. And today I am going to be basically taking the stage solo. So a lot of my um, past episodes have been really, really great, amazing interviews with people. But today I kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of background of, of me and a question that I get asked all the time, which is Lachelle. Oh my goodness. Like girlfriend, how are you doing all the things that you have on your plate when you have a full-time job and you're a mom? Like how in the world do you make that work? What does a typical day look like for you? And what tips do you have for me? And so that's going to be my focus today. So if you are curious or if you are new and just literally want to figure out a way to have it all, um, you're going to want to keep listening. Okay, so so if you don't know already, a little bit of kind of the pieces of my puzzle. So I have two kiddos right now, currently as I record this, I have a 12-year-old boy and an eight-year-old girl that just have completely stolen my heart. My husband is a teacher. Um, it is May, which means that he has one month left of school. And then he's home with the kids in the summer, which is always an adjustment. Good. And then, you know, like, oh my goodness, you know, I don't have any time to myself. So that's always a transition. And then I have a full-time career as a nurse anesthetist. So I work four days a week in the operating room. Love my, love my career. I love my patients. I love my colleagues. Um, went to school for a really long time to do what I do. But it definitely comes with these challenges because in my career, I really have very, very little say in when my day ends, which means that I start early. I'm usually there about 630 in the morning, if not earlier. And my day is supposed to end around three o'clock. But you know what? Honestly, there's no guarantees. If the surgeries last late, if I have a bigger caseload, I very well might be there till four or five o'clock. And so I have a hard time being able to balance all of this stuff, but somehow I figure out a way. So um, if you can relate to any of that, by all means, continue to listen. So the first thing that I have to say, though, you guys, is that when you have to juggle a lot of things, the first thing that you really have to have is honestly a desire to do so. Because if you don't have that underlying desire to, to do something, to make something work, you're not going to be determined enough to make it work when it gets hard. And so it really just comes down to the desire. I have literally been caught with this entrepreneurial bug a couple of years ago when I started my first business. And 
literally being able to know that there's a way for me to make a bigger impact in the world, for me to be able to make decisions and influence people on my terms without having to rely on on the title that I have or the position that I have at work has been so stinking freeing for me that I can't get enough of that. I also have found that when I was kind of climbing the corporate ladder in my job, I did so at the expense of my family. Like I love my family so much and I I want to influence them, but I was realizing that, that they weren't getting as much of influence from me as they could because I was at work a lot. And so for me to be able to have an opportunity to to grow what fuels me and, and challenges me and fulfills me, but also create more time for my family was huge. And so that desire in me is strong enough to be able to continue to keep moving forward, even when I don't feel like it, or even when things get hard, because they are going to get hard and they are going to get messy. So the desire first, the second is the decision, right? The decision to make it work no matter what is, is key as well. So once you kind of have this like, longing or this discontent in you and you know that there's something that you want to do and you have this desire to go after something, you really have to make the decision. Like, this is who I am now. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to break any promises to myself. So I decide, which means that I'm determined enough to make it work and to to troubleshoot and problem solve when it's needed. Okay. So desire, decision, two basic mindset things. And then I'm going to get into, you know, the nitty gritty here in a second. But um, I think that the thing that I have to at least acknowledge is the fact that I have this underlying stubbornness in me um, that I'm going to definitely give to my mom's side of the family. Um, Because the thing is, is that I don't want to be a quitter. I don't want to be someone who decides to try something and then you know, maybe it worked, maybe it didn't, but I didn't really give it enough effort to find out. I think that I was stubborn enough to decide, like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it well. So that if it doesn't work, I at least know that I tried my hardest. And so that little bit of stubbornness in me definitely keeps me going when other people might not. So if you have a little bit of that stubbornness, my goodness, like I can, I can see you (laughs) right now. Right. Okay. So So that's the main thing. Now, the second thing that I have to acknowledge, which is probably the second most important, is the fact that I have support. And there's no way that I'd be able to juggle all of the balls that I have in the air at any given time without the support that I have. So for me, and I can't literally go on another sentence without acknowledging that for me, it's my higher power, right? Like I truly believe that all of the craziness that I have going on, all of the things that I have added to my life have been sent to me by my God. And that when he's put things on my heart, like for example, the first business that I started, I literally had zero background in sales, zero background in marketing, um, have no experience in the industry of skincare, which is one of the first businesses that I started. But he brought this into my life in an inopportune time. Honestly, at the time I was working full time, traveling the country speaking. I was in graduate school, getting my doctorate, you know, had the family, did all the things like inopportune time to start a business. But for whatever reason, he wouldn't let me stop thinking about it. And so God brought this into my life and he's been able to be the supporter of me this entire time. And I have to literally just sit and pray every single morning, spend that time with him. And I'm able to let him fuel me. I'm able to let him guide me, help him 
have him help me figure out what it is that I need to do today. That's the most important thing. So without that, I, I probably would be floundering. So that's my honest answer there. Okay. Some other sources of support. My husband is amazing. And I think that, you know, your significant other can be so many different layers of support. So I have friends whose husbands like literally just like locked arms with them when they started a business and they're like, all right, hon, like this is our business together. Babe, let's do this. I'm going to send you clients. I'm going to show up at meetings with you. I'm going to do all these things with you. And that's how they, you know, go forward. That's not my husband, Andy. That's not him at all. He's more of the behind the scenes kind of guy. He's definitely more of the, I will do what I need to, to help you with the kids or with the house so that you can do all of the things that you're doing. And so support comes in many, many different ways. And I will say that with him, support in my adventures early on was a little bit harder because he is in the disc world. If you've ever taken that personality assessment, he is a he's an S, which means that stability is his jam, right? He wants things to be just predictable and stable. He's not a risk taker. I am an I and a D, which means that I can make very spontaneous decisions. I'm a big picture thinker. I'm like, all right, let's go yesterday, right? And so he doesn't always, he didn't always, I guess, appreciate that that part because, you know, in his world, like just keeping status quo and fine and stable is is his comfort zone. And so it took a little bit for him to be able to to embrace that part of me. So if you can relate to that story, just know that there's definitely hope. And I think that I was able to kind of slowly show him the income that I was bringing in and allowed him to see the the fruits of, of the labor. And he slowly kind of caught on. And now he's like my biggest, biggest fan. Um, so I think that knowing that your spouse, you know, might not get it but can serve in other ways is really helpful. And honestly, I can think that if your spouse or your significant other is not supportive at all in what you're doing, that alone can go back to the first tip I gave, which is the determination and the fuel and the stubbornness. So oftentimes I have friends that are in that boat and they're like, okay, I need to make this happen because I need to prove to him or her that this can be done. And when they get there and when we get there and they see that, they're going to be all in. And so that fuels them. And so wherever you're at, use it as a gift, use it as a way to support you. Even if it's not what you think it should be, it can still fuel, it can still support. Okay. So, so what does Andy do? Oh my goodness. Like he's, he, first of all, is always there with the kids. He's an amazing, amazing dad. And so because he's a teacher, I kind of have given him like the, you, you make sure that the kids are all good with their school stuff. Um, and honestly, like I shouldn't even admit this, but I don't even read a lot of the school emails. So that's a control piece that I had to give up and be okay with knowing that he's going to take care of everything. Um, he makes sure that their homework is done. I help with that as well, but he's that's his primary thing. He absolutely helps cook. He loves to do our grocery shopping. And not necessarily because he wants to support me, but because he knows that if I go, I'm going to spend more money and I'm not going to stick to the list. But if he goes, he will definitely, you know, be able to stick to the list and get what just what we need. So he volunteers a lot for that part of our life. He he does things. He helps to pick up around the house. Um, that has been something that 
I am so grateful for. So he's such a great dad. I kind of call him my, my Tony Maselli sometimes, especially in the summer, because he's such a big help. So, so that's one of my supports. I also have a housekeeper, you guys, like, does, does everybody do exactly the way that I would do it with my house? No, my mom taught me a certain way to clean. That's how I like to clean. Right. But you have to get to a point if you're, if you're willing to, to give up something for something better, you have to be able to give up the good for the great. Right. And so for me, I had to realize that my control over the way my house is cleaned was holding me back from getting things done that were going to make my family life better. And so the people that have come in, I've had several people come in over the years to help me clean. Do they all do, you know, the, the same way I would do it? Absolutely not. But do they help me continue to keep going? Absolutely. So, so give yourself that permission to spend the money, give yourself that permission to give up the control and give up the good for the great. That's my advice on the, on the housekeeper thing. I also really have to credit, you know, an amazing group of friends and support that I have. If I'm having a bad day, I have a really, really good group of people and my mom that I can go to and talk things out with and be there. And so surrounding yourself with a couple of really amazing people in your life is only going to benefit you. We are a product of the five people we spend the most time with. And so taking inventory of those people and figuring out, are they people who are going to support you, encourage you, help you level up yourself? Or are they people who are going to be constantly like, why are you doing all of that stuff? Like, I don't get it. Those people are not going to be the ones that are going to help you actually succeed and do the things that you're really wanting to do. So make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are as good, if not better than you are, so that you can continually rise up to the challenge and be the best version of yourself. But also have some people who are willing to tell you what you need to hear sometimes, not necessarily what you always want to hear, because those are key relationships and support. And if I didn't have that, I don't know where I'd be. And so the thing is, though, is that when you're as busy as I am, sometimes you have to let yourself off the hook for being everything for everyone, because that's who I am. I'm a relationship person. And so having genuine, authentic, really rich relationships is important to me. But I also recognize that I cannot be everything for everyone and continue to do all the things that I'm trying to do. So so I have a few people, a few key people in my life that I literally had to take the opportunity to write their names down and be like, okay, Lachelle, when you know all of the balls are in the air, you cannot drop these three people in your life. You cannot drop them. You have to make sure that you are reaching out, engaging them, being there for them. And if everybody else, you know, you drop balls on, like you don't love it, but you have to give yourself the permission to do that. But maintain these three key people because those are the people who are going to get you through life when you don't think you can do anything more. So so give yourself the permission to, to pick out your people and don't drop the ball with those people. Okay. Mine is my family. Mine is um, spending time with God. And then I have my mom and I have two other really key people in my life that I can't drop the ball on. So, and everybody else, I love them, but I have to give myself the permission to not be perfect. And so that's really helpful. All right. The last piece of support um, around people is my coach. Now I've had several coaches in my life and, you know, the kind of cool thing about being involved in coaching 
is that I get a chance to be surrounded by all these amazing coaches all the time. So if I need some advice or coaching, like I can call up a friend at any time, right? And I can get the the piece of the puzzle that I might be missing. But one of the things that I have found as I go on and as I have kind of leveled up in my life is that I've had one person specifically, one coach who's become a mentor, become a friend that I talk to every single week for the most part. And she's so amazing because she can see things that I can't see. She helps me have focus, clarity. She helps me work through tactical things. She helps me work through big mindset things. And she knows me so well that sometimes better than myself. And so finding somebody, a coach that you can work with continuously, that's the the one kind of solid thing, the foundation in your life that you can always go back to that is able to see the big picture when you can't is key. Okay. All right. So the next thing that I want to talk about is literally just getting organized. And I have some, a list next to me because I don't want to forget anything. So the thing that I have had to do is somewhat create systems in order for me to make all this work. So for example, I get one day off a week um, from my job as in anesthesia. So I try to pack as much as I can in that day off as possible. So for example, I use something called Calendly that allows people to um, make appointments with me. And instead of having to go do the back and forth of when are you available, I can send them my link. And how I phrase that, because I found that if I just say, hey, do you want to connect? And then here's my link, it sounds a little impersonal. So the thing I'd say is, awesome. I would so love to chat. Do you want to send me a couple dates that work for you and I'll pick out the best one? Or would it work better for me to just send you my calendar link? And I find that that is so much more efficient. So I have to have systems in place in order for me to stay organized. And I jam pack my day off. um, And I literally try to schedule things that batch so that I can get as much done as I can in one single like time frame, right? And batching means that you stick to one thing that you do for a extended period of time so that your creative energy doesn't have to switch between different things, right? So for example, if I'm going to work on social media planning, I'm going to batch a couple of hours so that I can get into that flow and get that done. If I'm going to do podcasts, I try to pick a day where I just do podcast after podcast after podcast so that I'm in that flow. And so that helps a lot. The other thing that I do as I've created habits. So every single time that I'm offered a coffee break at work, I take my computer and I get work done for my businesses on my coffee breaks and on my lunch breaks. And it's something that has become such a habit that I just consistently do it so that I don't have to honestly feel guilty at home if I'm trying to bring it home and not be with my family. So that's a positive reinforcement for me. If I'm disciplined enough to go into a space by myself on my breaks and work on my business, I'm able to then spend the time with my family at home. And so that's the sacrifice that I'm willing to to make, right? And so find a spot in your life that you can take and consistently work on one thing and make it a habit so that you just know that when it's time, when you're in that space, that's what you do. And that's going to prevent you from having to think, well, what should I do today? Okay, so kind of create that habit. Uh, let's see, I have systems in place to help me remember things. Again, they're systems, therefore they're habits, right? So for example, on the 10th of every month, I send out a text message to all of my customers just sharing something that I love that they might not know about. 
in order for me to serve them. So I just know that, oh, it's the 10th. This is what I do. I meet with my team, my sales organization team, every single Sunday at 7.15 p.m. It is a habit. It's what I do. I don't have to think about it. The other thing that that helps when I meet with my team all at once is I'm able to answer questions all at once instead of having to coach each of them individually. And everybody learns from each other at the same time. So it's so much more efficient. So if you can develop a way for you to to organize multiple pieces of the puzzle all at once, it's going to help other people grow and it's going to help you grow as well. So that's really helpful. I used um, a system in my social media planning that helps me as well. So I have a theme for the day. So on Mondays, I know that I always post about this. And on Tuesdays, I always post about this. So I create a system that helps me stay organized because I'm not an organized person by nature. I'm an outgoing big picture thinker. So that is so key for me. And so I have these systems that I create a day of the week. And then I have another system, a program that I use that literally allows me to schedule the content in there. And then it automatically pushes out things in my queue. And it allows me to recycle content as well. So I can be way, way efficient and be consistent on social media without having to be literally married to my phone all the time. And so that is huge because I want to be a good mom. I want to be a good business owner. And how do you make it all work? Get organized and find systems that make your life easier. Now, I wouldn't be doing you justice if I didn't mention the cost to all of this. Because here's the deal. Like I've been told so many times that you can have it all but you can't have it all at once. And I think so many of us try to make all that work and I'm 100% guilty of that. And so you have to recognize that if you want something to be bigger than you, if you want something to turn out successfully, if you want something to level up and you want to accomplish all of these things, everything has a cost. And so this is the thing, like I might've just given you like my Instagram beautiful reel But now I'm going to take you into the down and dirty and tell you that there are decisions that I've had to make that have literally had to be made in order for me to make all of this stuff work. There is a cost, right? Let me ask you this. Are you a business owner and you feel like you are literally tied to your phone all the time in order to keep up with social media? You know you need to post consistently, but you don't know what to post and you don't want to have to post every single day because it means that you're married to your phone. So then you're not consistent and then business doesn't follow. Or maybe you have no idea how to attract your uh, ideal client and and you want to find a way to, to get the right people to come to you. Oh my goodness, like that was totally where I was. And I had to take some time and research to find out what the heck I could be doing to make my life so much better. So here's a scoop. I have found a system that I've created a system that has allowed me to not only attract my dream clients, but it's allowed me to be consistent by planning all of my content for an entire year in one single weekend. And I've decided to offer it to all of you guys. If that is something that you would love to learn more about, make sure to click on the link in the show notes so that you can learn how to get your life back, but keep your social media game on track. The thing is, is that I have to get up really early. That's one of my costs. I love to sleep. I'm definitely more of a morning person than a night person. So I have to know that about myself. And so you might be reversed in this, but because I have to get to work so early, I have to get up really early in order for me to find the time to do the things that I want to do. And so 
literally there are days, most days that I get up between four and four thirty in the morning, which is crazy, crazy early. I wish I could go to bed a little bit sooner, but my kids prevent that from happening. And so I literally go around tired most of the day, to be honest with you. So I have to literally decide the things that I'm trying to do are worth the cost. And in this case, it's getting up early. Okay. I also have to make decisions that are going to support me in the long term. So that means that I'm not somebody that's really big on TV. Now, I used to love TV, but I have to decide that I have so many hours in the day. What do I want to spend that time on? Is it watching somebody else build their life or watching somebody else's life? Or do I want to be building my own? And that's the decision that I had to make. So, so my Netflix, my cable, that's stuff that the rest of my family enjoys, but I honestly really don't watch a lot of TV. My husband and I will typically spend about an hour at night in bed before we go to sleep, um, just kind of catching up. And if we're watching a show together, um, we'll do that or we'll read together. But literally, that's probably the only time that I ever even turn the TV on. And so you might have to sacrifice that. The other thing that I've had to sacrifice and and be able to to give up in the cost is my desire to be perfect. I know that when I was a brand new mom, before I had started any of my businesses, I was obsessed with Pinterest. And I think a lot of new moms can get that way, right? Where we see these beautiful decorated rooms, we see these beautifully orchestrated birthday parties, we see all of the amazing things that you can do in a Shutterfly photo book. And I did all of it, right? Like I remember having my son's birthday party and just going all out with everything from literally, this sounds so ridiculous, but I made a dress for my daughter to wear that matched the theme of the party for my four-year-old. Like what the heck, right? I don't know. I don't know what the heck that was about. But the point is that I was so caught up in trying to be perfect. And when I started all my businesses, I literally had to let that go. Like. Now, my birthday parties for my kids are, hey, pick two friends and we will do whatever you guys want to do. And if you want to have a sleepover, we'll do that. And I try to make it really, really special for two people instead of all of the things. And I let them go to the store and we have this fun thing where they get to pick out their gift and we go out for ice cream and we do all the things because that day is a special day for them. And so I don't stress about all of the things because I can't waste or expend the energy on trying to be perfect for everybody because honestly, it's not serving anybody as much as I thought it was, right? And so that's a cost. The other thing that I've had to um, deal with, I guess, is the fact that I literally have to choose where I'm spending my time, which means that right now I don't have a lot of extra time to exercise. Now, that kind of stinks, right? Because I really do want to make sure that I'm taking care of my body and that I'm getting in better shape. But the reality is, is that I have already, I'm getting up at like four in the morning. I don't necessarily always have time after work and at night I'm exhausted because I'm getting up so early. And so I know that those are excuses. I know, right? But the reality is, is that something has to give. And so what I've had to do is figure out a way that I can still make it work without it being perfect in my mind, right? So for example, I work on the seventh floor of the hospital. And so I take the stairs every single day. I take the stairs and the ramp. I try to get my steps in as best I can. 
those are little things that I can do in the middle of my day in order for me to be able to still get in something without having to designate an hour or a half hour at the gym or even on the elliptical that I have in the room next door. And so that's a, that's a cost. Now, someday when I'm getting to a point in my business where I can say, you know what, instead of working four days a week, I really just only want to work two days a week at the hospital. Once I get there, I'll be able to add some of these other things back in. But for right now, that's a cost that I have to be able to, to be okay with. And so whatever that is for you, think about what are you willing to give up? What is the price that you're willing to pay in order to make this happen? Because there always will be a cost. That's just, that's just the way that it is. Um, let's see. That's pretty much it for costs that I want to talk about today. And then the last thing that I want to say is that there are some surprising things about me that you might not know. So these are the imperfections. These are the things that probably still costs, I guess, what I can say. But these are little things that about me that are so imperfect, right? And you might be looking out from Facebook land or from Instagram land thinking like, oh my gosh, so like, I don't know how you're doing all of that stuff. Just know that there is a hot mess express oftentimes going on behind the scenes that you don't see. So, so here are a couple of mine. Um, I take Sundays off. Sundays are my day that I spend dedicating to God and dedicating to my family and resting. And I truly believe that my business is being blessed because I choose to be obedient to that, to take a day for rest, to take a day to, to not hustle for the sake of hustling. Um, so that is something that, that I still do. The other thing that I love are, I love naps. You guys, like if I could take a nap every day, I totally would. Not just because I'm tired and I get up so early, but I just love, I love naps. My friends tease me about it, whatever. And so obviously with me trying to grow everything, like I've had to give up that like desire to take a nap every day, but I still give myself the permission to take a nap on Saturdays and Sundays. Like that is my, literally my favorite thing (laughs) to do. And so those are, that's another little quirky thing. Um, I definitely have days where I get completely overwhelmed. Like I, you know, tell you that I pray in the morning and I'm like, okay, Lord, like, guide my steps today, help me to accomplish what you want me to do. And then it gets to be like, you know, 8.30 a.m. And I'm like, all of the things are going through my mind, all the things I have to accomplish, all the things I want to do, little things, big things, big ideas, little things. And then I just get completely overwhelmed. And one of the things that my coach has had me do and has encouraged me to do is she knows that the ocean is my happy place. She knows that that is where I would be if I was to pick my perfect day. And so I literally will just go somewhere and I will put on my ocean music from my Amazon Prime music and I will just sit and listen to it for two minutes. And I will just imagine that I'm being bathed by the sun. I imagine that I'm there. I imagine being just surrounded by God and his light and his warmth and looking out at the ocean and being calmed by the, by the waves. And it helps me kind of just bring back in focus. So whatever that is for you, maybe it's that you need to go and take a walk. Maybe that you need to just start jotting down all the things that are to do list just to get them out of your brain. But but I get overwhelmed just like everybody else. And so if that's you, just know that you're not alone. And sometimes I have to do that several times a day. That's that's my honest my honest answer. The other thing that 
I have really had to acknowledge is that as an introvert, I know that I recharge by being alone. And so one of the things that has really helped me as well is that during my lunch break, um, not only have I made the decision to work, right, but I made the decision to go off in seclusion in a place where I'm sitting by myself. And it allows me to just kind of not only get focused on working, but allows me to kind of recharge because I'm not talking or giving of my energy to everybody else for that little bit of time. And so recharging, spending time alone at lunch was hard at first because I'm used to socializing, but I found that it really, really rejuvenates me and fills me up just by taking that time and being alone. So that's been a huge help. Um, I find that honestly, this is something that I'm really working on. I'm fine that I'm late a lot. And it's not because I'm sitting at home and I don't want to get up. It's literally because I'm trying to put one more thing, um, you know, on my list of things I've gotten done. And so I might say, okay, like I have 15 minutes. I can quick load, load the laundry. I can quick send this, this message. I can, you know, quick download this podcast. I can do all these things. And then it's like, whole crap. Now I need to go. And then I'm just like throwing on my shoes and, and running out the door. And that's something that I'm working on because I think that that's adding to my stress for sure. But it's something about me. So again, it's a cost, right? I have all of these gazillion things going on. And the cost is that I find myself oftentimes late or running late or getting things just, just at the last deadline. And I hate that. So I'm working on that. Um, I end up because of that, I end up eating in the car a lot, which is not my ideal either. So, you know, running out the door last minute, grabbing that granola bar, grabbing whatever is that's easy and, you know, having things in my car that I can eat when I'm going from this place to this place so that I don't have to slow down to eat. I think it's doing myself a disservice for sure, but it's something that is keeping me getting all my stuff done. So, so that's the deal. And I oftentimes, another thing that, that I struggle with is keeping on top of all my messages. So right now, just the fact that I have, you know, Instagram messaging and I have Facebook messaging, I have my inbox and my email with, you know, several different email accounts attached to it. I have text messages and then, you know, friends are inviting me to Marco Polo and Boxer and oh my goodness, like it's so easy for me to get overwhelmed with all of the messaging and I'll get behind sometimes. And then what happens is it's like, you know, a couple of days later and I keep my, like, for example, my Facebook messages, I keep the ones that I need to get back to as unopened so that I can remember to go back to that person. And then what happens sometimes is that I don't see the full message because it'll pop up like as a, as a thing on my phone. And I got to see part of the message, but I don't get to see the whole message. And I missed the fact that, that they, you know, asked me a question in there, but I kept it unopened so that I remembered to go back to it. And then I get embarrassed because, oh my gosh, like now I just dropped this ball and whatever. So, so that is definitely an imperfection that I'm working on in order to try to keep up with everything. One thing that's helped me with that is I have started to designate two different times during the day. So once in the morning, so when I mentioned like my coffee break, 
I will use my coffee afternoon coffee break at work to just like get back to people and message any of the messaging platforms. And then I'll do the same for a half an hour in the evening so that I can try to keep up. But um, I'm not perfect. And that's one of the things. So if you've ever gotten a message from me late, or if you sent me a message and you didn't hear back from me right away, like know that that is definitely something I struggle with and that I'm absolutely working on. And so I think that, again, I, I have to give myself the permission to be imperfect. I have to, to tell myself that I'm trying my hardest and that there are people out there that are going to understand and give me grace. And those that don't, I have to be okay with that. So, so that's one of the things that, that I struggle with. So let's see. I think that that is pretty much like totally sums up, you know, the big picture of the decision and the desire, all of the support that, that I get. Um, I think the other thing too, is that I choose to do personal development on a daily basis. So I love listening to books or reading books. I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to YouTube, but I have to make the decision to do it when I wouldn't be doing something else that needs my 100% focus, if that makes any sense. So for example, I will probably listen to one to two audiobooks a week. That's how much I just just can't get enough of learning. I can't get enough of, of hearing something new and applying it in order to help other people. But I can't give myself the luxury at this stage in my life to just sit down and just read a book. I can't. I don't have the time. So what I do is I literally will just get Audible or you can get free books to listen to, free audiobooks on YouTube. And I just listen as I'm cleaning, as I'm driving, um, as I am getting ready in the morning. I'll listen to things in the shower. I'll listen to things on walks. And so I'm finding time in my nooks and crannies to be able to do it alongside what I'm doing. And if I find that a book is amazing... I will literally then just go right to Amazon and I'll buy it and then I'll go back and I'll highlight things. But I'm constantly disengaging in training, in personal development on the go so that I can take the time to actually implement the things that I'm learning. So that's that's huge as well. And I think that choosing to have personal development part of my daily routine has been helping me level up as well. So I would highly, highly encourage you to find a way for you to grow somehow personally on this journey find find a way maybe it's on the treadmill maybe it's what all the things that i've just mentioned but but that's definitely definitely something that's helped so at the end of the day you guys um i just absolutely love what i'm doing and that is literally what's driving me i love the fact that I get to use my creativity. I love the fact that I get to help people in bigger ways. I love the fact that I'm better today than I was yesterday or last year or 10 years ago. I love that continual just drive of, of improving my life and other people's lives. And so I think that that is why I put up with the craziness that I do. I think that that's why I choose to sacrifice the things that I do. Um, and that's the last thing that I want to say about that is that I've had to make the decision to keep certain things my priority. You might have seen the the visual of 
putting big rocks in your jar first and then filling it in with smaller pebbles. Because if you don't, if you put all the smaller pebbles in first and then you try to put your big priorities in there, there's not going to be room. And I really, truly try to do that. So every day is um, my day that I spend time with God. I make sure that I make my family my priority and my business, part of my business, my priority alongside of my job. And so that means that there's going to be times where I time block and I might have things that I have set to do, but the neighbor shows up or my coaching call goes long or whatever. There are certain certain things that are my priorities that are non-negotiables, which means that those things have to be moved somewhere else in my day. And I might have to move something else off of my list till tomorrow. But my non-negotiables are always there. So my time with my kids, even if it's 30 minutes uninterrupted, is a non-negotiable for me. Um, I do not um, do any of my business calls in the car when my kids are there. But I do a lot of my business calls in the car when I'm driving to and from work. And so taking advantage of time management in that way on the go, but making sure that my family maintains my priority when they're with me in the car is a non-negotiable for me. So the things that you've determined as your non-negotiables, your priorities have to stay on your calendar or in your day, no matter what. But the other things, feel free to move them off, peel them off, delegate. I have a virtual assistant that I didn't mention that's been huge for me to, to do the little things that I don't want to do. Um, and it frees my, my creativity and my mental energy off because I know that I don't have to worry about that and I can continue to move forward. So I love that I'm working towards my dreams. I love that I'm working towards a better life for my family and it's all worth it. So I hope that that helps a little bit. Um, I didn't realize that I was going to be talking so long on this, but I really do hope that this blessed you. Know that even though I might be doing all kinds of cool things out there in social media, my life is still a hot mess express behind the scenes a lot of times, but I wouldn't trade it for the world because this is what fuels me. This is doing things on my terms to help people is amazing. And so I hope that helps. And you guys all have a, a fan, fantastic day. Thanks for listening. And if you know that you are made for more and you are tired of being held back and ready to get unstuck and step boldly into life that you're meant to live, head on over to lachellewemy.com, request an appointment, and be ready for me to walk alongside of you personally to help you step boldly into the life that you are meant to live. I'll be back next week, but before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe and enjoy these imperfect outtakes.